what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 12, volume 4 of the Fantasy Formula. Ain't no half-step in here today as we breeze through the first quarter of the NFL season. Wow, what a start. John Mark, you like that blast from the past 1988 Big Daddy Kane? Ain't no half-stepping? I was only nine years old when that came out. I wouldn't even listen to that kind of music. <laughs> what were you listening to? Like nursery rhymes and stuff back I then, huh? Not, man. I can't remember. Hopefully not New Kids on the Block either, man. Who knows? I, what the, the, the bad thing is, I probably was. So that's 1988. That was my first year of high school. So, yeah, probably a little bit of Big Daddy Kane. I was into some hip-hop. Big Daddy Kane, Eric B. and Rakim, uh, Rob Bass. Remember this? I, don't, I remember, remember that. I, 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 I hear him when I, when I come to your house yeah. listen to some music sometimes. You guys True. know the words. I don't. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, so glad to have you here for the Fantasy Formula, your number one fantasy football show in all the land. John Mark, let us introduce our starting lineup for today. We've got On the Wheels of Steel. He makes it all happen for us. He's Chris. Magic Hands Farai. Sitting across from me, he just spoke, um, replacing our man Addison Houday Fox, who's on a month hiatus, might be in rehab. I don't know where this dude is, but uh, we're thinking of you, Addison, thinking of you every day. We've got our man, John Mark Russell, last year's champ in our league. John Mark, how you doing? How how, how we do last week, buddy? Uh, wins in both of my leagues. Whoa, which makes the total at sitting four and one in our league and three and two in the other. Wow. So I'm I'm coming after it again. I'm not going to just sit back and relax. You know well, what I'm saying? Good for you. In our league, tell me the standout player. Like who's getting it done for you? Or maybe there are multiple players. I'd say Julio Jones is uh, probably my number one guy. Uh, you know, I've got McCoy sitting there and uh, not doing anything and still winning. Also, Foles not pulling the numbers I thought he would. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm winning with the guys that I need to do good, not even doing good yet. So I'm, uh, I'm coming strong soon. Wow, that's very impressive, man. Um, on the other side of the ball here, uh, team hitman Chad East, return of the Chad Eye. Three games last weekend. We win two, we lose one, four and one in one league, four and one in another league, and move up to three and two in the final league. So, John Mark, after a abysmal 2013 season it looks like chad's got it back on track <laughs> hope so anyway I, back, Chad. yeah thank you baby i needed it because last year was humiliating <laughs> um anyway let's let's kick our show off today john mark with some breaking news in our injury report some big big injuries let's talk about and focus on first i mean maybe the biggest name in wide receivers for the nfl calvin johnson goes out in the second quarter with an ankle injury the ankle that's been bothering him really all year coach um at the Detroit Lions say he probably will sit out next week. And if it's not getting any better, it might be multiple weeks. What does this do to Matt Stafford owners with Calvin Johnson on the sideline? Well, with uh, what they've got going on, uh, backup wide receivers are going to get some looks. Now, uh, I think also Ebron's probably going to be their number one guy who's probably going to get some looks as well. Now with, you know – 
Calvin Johnson really hasn't been doing anything all season. So, I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, it's not really going to hurt those teams. It's already been hurting. It's true. He started out pretty good. The first two games, Calvin had great games, and so that made Matt Stafford have great games. The last two, Matt Stafford pedestrian numbers. Without Calvin Johnson in the offense, it's really hard to – not root for the Detroit Lions because I kind of like them a little bit, but root fantasy wise for any of their players because they're going they step down a level. Sure, especially Matt Stafford. Your Eric Ebron call, dude, that's right on point. Stafford's look. Stafford needs weapons. He's got Golden Tate on the outside who might see double teams now. Their whole backfield's decimated. Joyk Bell concussed. Reggie Bush went out last game. They've got like a some dude named George, George Wynn, Wynn yep. in there. You know, so Matt Stafford's got to have a weapon. Eric Ebron might be the man. Uh, other big news on the receiving front in the tight end role. New Orleans go-to guy, Jimmy Graham. He goes out. I think it's a shoulder. Went out first quarter, two catches, looking like he's going to have a monster game, and then boom, out for the rest of the game. No real status on his report. They do have a bye this week. So it's good for him. And, uh, you know, Deshaun Jackson had a, a shoulder injury as well. So it's not his legs, and that's what's usually hurting these guys. So right. hopefully he'll get a little uh, run back after a week off. Absolutely. Other news, Monte Ball, Denver Broncos running back, who probably was drafted in the first or second round in many of your leagues. He goes down with an injury. That backfield is already kind of full uh, you had the Monte Balls, you got Ronnie Hillman, you got a dude named C.J. Anderson. It was already kind of loaded. Monte Ball not really getting it done. He could be out for two to four weeks, John Mark. Peyton, Monte Ball not having a good season so far anyway, but who would you trust in that backfield behind him? Uh, I think I'd have to go with Ronnie Hillman out of anybody. But, uh, you know, they could use Wes Welker as their other running guys using short passes. I don't think they're going to run the ball as much as they do. Yeah, that's a really good point. They, Peyton would rather throw it anyway. He would. Let have Wes him, Welker. throw 50, 60 times a game and go get your win. Sure. I mean, that, that could be a possibility leaving, on their strip. Leaving in Peyton's hands, you will win the game. Yes, yeah, that's, that's proven to be true. Also, Rashad Jennings goes out with a knee sprain. Rashad Jennings coming off back-to-back solid weeks for the Giants. Opens the door for a big, big running back. The rookie out of Boston College, Andre Williams. Man, did you see him run after Jennings got out with the injury? Oh, he's uh, he's phenomenal. They're saying that he could be the starter next year uh, over Rashad Jennings anyway, so uh, this is going to be a tryout for him to see what he can do. Absolutely. Also injured, Zach Stacy, running back, St. Louis Ram, goes down with an injury. You know, the St. Louis Rams offense not really clicking on the ground. It's really been this quarterback, Austin Davis, who's been throwing it all over the place to Brian Quick and some other receivers there. Zach Stacy's injury, though, still proves to be important. Behind him, what do we have behind him? Benny, Benny Cunningham. Cunningham. Benny yeah. Cunningham has been in the league a couple years. Not a bad pickup if you've got Zach Stacy. Cunningham can get the job done. Done, not explosive, but solid. Yeah, you're going to need that uh, handcuff right there, and I think that uh, you know he gets a touchdown this week. Yeah, I could see that too. Also, we talked about it before. Joyke Bell did not play last week with the concussion. Don't know if he'll be back this uh, this week. Reggie Bush also out. Um, Looking tough in the Detroit backfield. We mentioned George Wynn to you. Um, don't know anything about this fellow. Fourth, fourth on the list for them. So, I mean, that's pretty deep. Yeah, definitely. Donald Brown, Saint, I'm sorry, San Diego Charger, also goes down with a concussion. Donald Brown got the lead role with the injury to Ryan Matthews and Danny Woodhead earlier this season. Donald Brown was dra- or picked up as a free agent by the Chargers for this role. The first two weeks he's in, he does nothing. Now he's out with the concussion. Another dude comes in behind him, 
by the name of Brandon Oliver and wows us. Catches maybe six balls out of the backfield, rushes for almost 100 yards as well. What a find for the Chargers. Do you like Brandon Oliver as a waiver wire wonder this year? I think he should this be week? The, number, the number one waiver wire guy this week. Uh, I'm 12 in our league on the waiver wire. I am not going to be picking him up, unfortunately. But uh, – you know, they say he's like a Sproles, but mm-hmm. with more power. Yeah, he's like so, a little cannonball. Uh, that's some scary stuff right there. Absolutely, absolutely. And before we get to our waiver wire segment, we've been talking about it a little bit. I do want to mention three other things, breaking news that are just coming across the wire right now. The Detroit Lions, you know, we rarely talk about kickers on the show. You know, it's a fantasy <laughs> football show. Kickers do not come are we, to the – Are we really even going to go there today? I, you know, this Do you want to do this? <laughs> I, I really – we're going to lose some <laughs> listeners right now. You're probably right. But I, I, we got to put it out there. You know, do, I don't know if I can do it. Okay, here we go. The Detroit Lions signed Matt Prater. He was the old kicker from Denver who had a little bit of maybe Yay. a – yeah, a booze problem. Drinking a little bit too much. Maybe he got behind the wheel, got he was suspended. Out of Chad's house that weekend. <laughs> Hopefully so. Hey, Matt, you owe me a 12 pack. Anyway, he got busted. He got suspended for four weeks. Now he's back. Detroit having humongous trouble in the uh, kicking game. With their kicker last week, Freeze, missed three potential or three field goals, which one of them could have been a potential game winner because they lost by oh, three. Yeah. So. Matt Prater, this is the only time we'll mention a kicker again. Promise you, fantasy fanatics, we'll never do it again. Matt Prater signs with the Lions today. He will be in their starting lineup. Moving on. Other news. The Chargers, <laughs> with the uh, running back problem they're having, signed Ronnie Brown this morning. Ronnie Brown. Do you remember this fellow? Ronnie Brown played at the Dolphins. Then he went to the Eagles, played for the Chargers for a little bit. Ronnie Brown will be backing up, which it looks like now, Brandon Oliver as the starter. So, in really deep fantasy leagues, if you really need help, you know, and especially if you're PPR, Ronnie Brown could be PPR gold if Oliver were to go down because they got nobody else, John Mark. Well, how long till Matthews comes back? Are they still uh, – there's no telling on that? It's indefinite. I would say give him about at least two, two to four more. He'll get injured again. I mean, he's been injured every season. Exactly. They exactly. need to start looking towards the future. You might be right. So, anyway, Ronnie Brown's out there if you're very desperate. Also, interesting, the Cardinals, Carson Palmer, their starting quarterback, has been out since week one. They replace him with Drew Stanton, who's done, done an okay job. He's been able to hold the fort down. Well, he gets injured uh, last week against the San Francisco 49ers. In comes rookie from Virginia Tech, Logan Thomas. And actually – Performed okay. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't terrible, but you know, not the kind of quarterback you want in the NFL. He was no Geno Smith. You know, definitely no Geno. Absolutely. <laughs> so, what did the Chargers do yesterday? They signed Dennis Dixon, who was flipping burgers at McDonald's last week, to the team. Dennis Dixon signed by the Cardinals. He's the old Oregon Duck, who was a Heisman candidate probably about eight years ago. He's a smaller guy, right? Play, yeah, he's real skinny but fast. Okay. He played for Pittsburgh for a while. Like a Teddy Bridgewater, maybe a little bit. A little bit taller, skinny kind of dude, like like Bridgewater. Frame. But anyway, Dennis Dixon now on the Cardinals team. So Logan Thomas looks like he might be the quarterback if Drew Stanton can't go. Dennis Dixon might be backing him up. The only reason I bring this up, dude, I don't really have any idea because Dennis Dixon will probably never touch the field. But if case he does, you remember, you heard it here first. <laughs> All right, John Mark, let's break right into waiver wire wonders. We already hit really the top five in Brandon Oliver at the Chargers, Ronnie Hillman at the Broncos, Andre Williams at the Giants, and Benning Cunningham at the Rams. Here's some other dudes to talk or think about. Fred Jackson goes out with the Buffalo Bills game with an injury. C.J. Spiller comes in 
and, and C.J. Spiller is supposed to be the starter. Fred Jackson has overtaken him. Check your injury report for the status of Fred Jackson because if he can't go, C.J. Spiller the starter, but Bruce Bryce Brown. The running back used to be at the Eagles. Now we'll be backing up C.J. Spiller in that Bills backfield if Fred Jackson can't go. The Bills have already proven that they do not like C.J. They don't ever play C.J. Spiller. Bryce Brown might pop right in that role. Anthony Dixon as well. Anthony Dixon's there too. So, I mean, this is a pretty crowded backfield there. So, anyway, keep your eyes on Fred Jackson having a pretty good year but goes out last game with an injury. Also, John Mark, you mentioned this to me earlier today. The Panthers, all kinds of trouble. All kinds of trouble in the backfield. You, D'Angelo's gone. John Stewart's gone. Tolbert's out. Uh, we had this Reeves guy. Chris Obanaya's in now. But you said keep your eye on who? Tell me about it. Jay Stewart supposedly uh, questionable for the week. So uh, he suited up last week in practice. I assume he's going to be suiting up this week at least and testing that knee out. So uh, <clears throat> he'll probably get injured again. But, <laughs> you know, might be a one-week, two-week wonder if you have him. John Stewart, if you were to let, let's gauge it, like give me some odds. He's questionable to play. They really could use him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's a first round talent. Sure. They could use him. Would you trust it to put him in as your flex this week? Can you trust it? You wouldn't trust it. Not on my badass team. Okay. <laughs> you are loaded. But <laughs> so maybe a pickup and stash, or maybe a wait one week and see. What I'd are we probably thinking? Wait one week. I don't think uh, too many people, but desperate people, are picking him up right now. Yeah. But if you need a running back and you need to tuck something away, and you know uh, when these uh, bye weeks start coming up, he might be a good one to put in. Okay. Another one on this list. Antone Smith out of Atlanta. He's a, a rookie running back who's – it's a crowded backfield there too. But, dude, he's explosive. He's had uh, outputs of like a 40-yard run, a 50-yard catch, a 60-yard run. It just seems that he's making a play when he gets in there. Again, this is a long stretch. You know, this is for really deep leagues. But if you need somebody, this guy has been kind of explosive. Another dude we mentioned on our show the last four weeks, he's probably gone. But, man, did we call it Brian Quick. Have you watched him play? Oh, yeah. He's been phenomenal. He's yeah. got five, six touchdowns this year. Two last week. He's from Appalachian State University. If you need a wide receiver and he's out there, guys, you got to pick him up and you got to start him as your flex because he is performing. Um, before we move on from waiver wire wonder segment, John Mark, we mentioned the top four waiver wires pickups being Oliver Hillman, Andre Williams from the Giants, and Benny Cunningham possibly from the Rams. How would you rank those if you're number one on your waiver wire um, status? Who would you put in what positions? I'd put uh, uh, Oliver number one, yes. Williams two, uh, Hillman three, and uh, Cunningham. Is that the last one? Benny Cunningham, Benny yes, Cunningham out of the Rams. Four. That's uh, my top four right there. Um, I would stay. I'm going to agree with you with Chargers, Brendan Oliver one, and I'm going to agree with the Andre Williams two. This dude looks explosive. And Rashad Jennings with a sprained knee, it could be anywhere from – Two to four weeks or even longer. It could be longer than it that. It could yeah. be an Andre Williams with the Giants offense really coming on. Woo. Watch out. I like him in the two spot. Benny Cunningham, I'm going to slide three because Benny Cunningham is going to get the majority of all the Zach Stacy carries. Where Ronnie Hillman in the Denver backfield, there's a lot of dudes there. That CJ Anderson, they got this dude named Jaywan Thomas or Smith or something from the Packers and Ronnie Hillman plus Peyton throwing the ball short outs to Wes Welker. I'm going to put him four. Before we move on, too, I'll just thought about this. Odell Beckham Jr., New York Giants rookie wide receiver who's been out with a hamstring, played last week. He did great. Wow, explosive. Oh, yeah. Adds another weapon to this offense. So now Eli, who we were laughing at, 
the first two weeks of the season, now looks like to be a top 12 quarterback. Odell Beckham Jr., Ruben Randall, Victor Cruz, Andre Williams, and Larry Donnell. That team is nice offense that right there. offense is starting to look fantastic. So anyway, Odell Beckham, guarantee he's out there on your waiver wire. Right now, ESPN Leagues, he's owned by 1.2% of owners. Go grab him, stash him. He's there, and he could make it, make or break you in the playoffs. John Mark, waiver wire wonders segment over. Good job, buddy. <clears throat> okay. Let's just shoot the bull a little bit. You know, we don't really get a chance to shoot the bull unless it's a Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night till 2 a.m., <laughs> which our wives don't like us spending that much time together, which is kind of odd. But let's shoot the bull a little bit, okay? So in July and August, we all had our drafts, and typically the top five people, players that were drafted, it always kind of revolved around running backs. Sure. The number one guy off the board was typically LaShawn McCoy, followed by Jamal Charles, Matt Forte, Adrian Peterson, and Eddie Lacy. Sure. In no particular order, but those were the top five guys. I fell into the, uh, the mold. So let's talk about McCoy. You owned him. <clears throat> you drafted him, right? Has been a disaster so far. You know, not lived up to even a quarter of the potential that people drafted him at the one spot needed. Do you ha- still? First of all, do you still have faith in him that he's going to come around and I it think will happen? It, by the end of the season, we won't be talking the same talk. I think he's going to be fine. You know, the offensive line has really been the thing that's killing him. But yeah. uh, I think he's going to be fine by the end of the year. Darren Sproles still in a little his thunder too early in the he season. Yeah, he's still in yeah. a little bit of it. So uh, McCoy, I'm not w- too worried, but he, I wouldn't pick him top five right now. Exactly, which we're going to hit that exercise in a second. But I completely <clears throat> agree. McCoy won. He's been not good so far. Jamal Charles, he was drafted two in most leagues. I drafted him. He's had one solid outing. The rest, ho-hum, because he was also out for a game and a half with an injured ankle. So Jamal Charles, if we redrafted, eh, he ain't going to be there. No. Three, Matt Forte, the Chicago Bear, solid. He could be a top five still. Solid, exactly. So if you drafted Forte, you're you're feeling happy about that first round pick. You right. know, you're, you're feeling like you got your money's worth. Oh yeah. Fourth, AP, right? Sayonara. Gone. Probably not going <laughs> to play for the rest of the year. So your top four pick in the entire league, not playing. That's gotta hurt fantasy owners. Killing my, you. my guesstimate would be if you drafted Adrian Peterson. There might be a segment, maybe a 20% fraction of the people that are in the playoff hunt, maybe with three wins or more. The other guy, the 80%, I think they're struggling right now. Oh, yeah. That one pick right there destroys you. Yes, because you want your top, one of your top five picks to really perform. I mean, Adrian Pearson should probably come out of his pocket and start refunding money to people who picked him. Send the checks, AP. We're ready. Send the checks. <laughs> in the fifth spot, Eddie Lacy. Everybody loved him at the preseason. Everybody loved him at the end of last year. The Green Bay Packer running back, Eddie Lacy, has not performed. He played better last week, but has not lived up to five top five hype. Well, those first three games, he had tough, tough defenses to go against. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. We'll talk in a couple more weeks about Eddie Lacy. I've got him in my other league. Um, you still believe, though? You he's still been believe? a disappointment, but I think he's going to start running differently. I yeah. think he's going to start running harder. Yeah. So, but my thing is, uh, I've always drafted people who might have had one good season, and then you draft them the next season, think they're going to be great. I think going forward, I'm only, I'm only drafting proven people. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, Sean McCoy had one great season, though, didn't he? I mean, but he was he solid, but he was spectacular last season, right? And so know? was Jamal Charles, yes, and so was Eddie Lacy, yeah. But you got to be proven for more than one season, like True. Marshawn Lynch, right? Which proves us that 
great segment into our next uh, little, our, our next segment here is if we were to have a redraft today, John Mark. Let's do it. You know, if we were to do and pick five players, one, two, three, four, five, replacing the McCoy, Charles, Forte, AP, Eddie Lacy that we did in our draft two months ago, who would your top five be starting with your number five moving up to number one? I never thought I'd have uh, three wide receivers in my top five. Uh, I guess the zero RB Theory, yes. Maybe uh, that's that's real. So uh, Jordy Nelson would be my five. I'd have uh, Antonio Brown, my number four. Solid years by both these guys so Andrew far. Andrew Luck, my number three. Uh, Julio Jones, my number two. And DeMarco Murray, number one. Wow, I love that top five. Which I would have never done because his injury, uh, he gets injured every season. So exactly. He still can. So exactly. you never know. My top five looks very similar to yours. Jordy Nelson just having a just a career year from uh, for the Green Bay Packers. He's on um, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, go-to dude in the clutch. I mean, he just performs. I've got him in my five spot. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, the Pittsburgh Steeler, do everything running back, slides into my four hole. Dude, the dude catches out of the backfield. He lost 20 pounds before the season started, and you can tell it. He looks spry on his feet. He's av- uh, able to avoid tacklers, and he's got the speed. I love him in the four Must spot. Must have been on that zero-carb diet. May have been, which – my ass needs to get back on it. I mean, it's time. It's time. The number three hole, Andrew Luck. Dude, if I'm drafting an NFL, not a fantasy team, but an NFL team moving forward today, Andrew Luck's my number one player He's off it. the board. He's the man. He can do everything. He's smart, intelligent. He can move. He make, always seems to make the right decision. He's big and durable, so he can take some licks. Yeah, he's my three fantasy player, but number one in an NFL draft. Two and one, I agree completely with you. Julio Jones, wow. Without him in that Atlanta offense, they might not win a game. He's the best weapon on that team. And DeMarco Murray, man, as long as he can stay healthy, this guy is – he's on pace to get over 2,000 yards. Oh, yeah. I mean – I mean, last year when he came back from his injury, he had the best season – the finishing season as well. So, I mean, he's – Consistent right now. Exactly. Now, if would you do this? Because DeMarco Murray does have a history of getting injured. You know what I'm saying? Would you sell high right now? Would you sell like because you could get whatever you wanted for DeMarco Murray sure. really right now? Would you would you trade DeMarco Murray at his height for let's say a McCoy and a mid tier wide receiver like a give me somebody give me like a mid Cordarrelle Patterson? Would you? Do that trade? Not in a million. You would. You keep Murray. Cordero Patterson. That one would. Maybe another mid tier. Yeah. Would throw that, but uh, you know, it depend on your record. Percy Harvin, let's say. Uh, that would actually be. Yeah, you I'd, would do that. You trade. Probably it? be a trade. I'd but, be looking into. But you would need. You would need McCoy to come. Your other running backs. That's I true. Mean, there's so many uh, other things. Other that variables. Go into that. Yeah. What your record is. You know. So. Yeah. Um, but that just goes to show you how much status in fantasy world DeMarco Murray has right now that you would be willing to give up McCoy sure. and a Percy Harvin caliber player to get him, you know, right. kind of deal. You know? So anyway, all right, John, John Mark, good job with the redraft today. Uh, next up, let's move into the fantasy 45, the fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. We're going to hit you with all the stats you need to know for week six starters and duds, and we're going to review some of the, the players that really excelled last week. John Mark, you ready? I'm going to uh, put our timer on even on this. Let's, <laughs> let's see how actually close we come to the 45. It won't even be close. <laughs> let's go. Here we go. The first game, the Thursday night special, 825 kick coming live to you from Houston, Texas. The Indianapolis Colts led by the Andrew Luck fellow we just talked about. Travel to Houston right now. Indianapolis, 
opened as a one and a half point favorite. It's been bet up all the way to three, John Mark, with the over under 46. Arian Foster playing really good so far. Great fantasy numbers compared to Andrew Luck putting up the numbers for Indianapolis. Who are our studs and duds in this matchup? Uh, Andrew Luck obviously is going to put up some numbers, I think. I think Reggie Wayne's going to have another big week. He's going to get his 80 yards, maybe a touchdown. I don't think he's been getting the touchdowns he deserves. Good point, man. He's PPR goal because what he does, eight receptions, 80 yards. You can just mark it down. He's going to get it. Down. He's going to get, get, get his it. points there, but I think he gets a touchdown this week at least one. One. Now, I think also Dwayne Allen is going to get him something looking. I'm only saying that because I'm picking him up this week. Yeah, I like Dwayne Allen in this matchup, too. To me, I completely agree. Andrew Luck, a must-start every fantasy formula league. If you've got Andrew Luck, you're starting him against this Houston defense. I love Arian Foster to run in this game. Watch for my sleeper here. Watch for my sleeper. I like T.Y. Hilton, who's been very quiet. I like for him coming out, a come-out party, if you sure. will. And on the other side, DeAndre Hopkins has been showing glimpses of stardom. Right. This dude is great. Watch him come out, T.Y. and DeAndre, Thursday night showdown in front of the whole world. They have a breakout game. Dude, I'm flying over the total of this. I like fantasy points galore and real points galore. Over the 46, I'm taking Indianapolis to win on the road, minus the three Excuse as well. blowouts on Thursday, That's though. right. We haven't we seen a close one yet. No. Yeah, hope maybe we'll see one uh, this week. I just see a lot of points. Next up, 1 o'clock kick. We're going to the New York Jets Stadium where they host the Denver Broncos. Man, bad times for Rex Ryan and the Jets, John Mark. Michael Vick comes in to replace Geno. Then Rex, after the game, says Vick's going back on the bench. Geno is our man. What in the hell is happening with the big green? What's going on? Could you put your finger on it? Well, they're saying that the uh, owner or the, oh, I guess – Player relations guy has been setting Rex up for failure. Not giving him the players he needs. Really? But their quarterback can't even show up today in meetings on time. I mean, they're all out of whack. I mean, these guys are uh, a joke and look for a bunch of people to get fired after this season. The whole crew, they're yeah, gone, right? Sayonara. So, uh, I really don't know, but uh, Denver's going to come in there and crush them. I mean, I think it's going to be definitely uh, to go over – I don't think the Jets are going to score that many points. So, yeah, we'll let our listeners know right now. Denver opened as a four and a half point favorite. They've been already bet up to eight and a half, nine in some uh, venues. The total is forty seven and a half. You know, if I'm a Jet, let's say if I got any Jet on my fantasy team right now, a Chris Johnson, a Chris Ivory, maybe a Chris Ivory in the flex. No receivers, no tight ends, no quarterbacks would ever start Chris on Johnson my team. On your bench. Chris Johnson's on the bench, dude. Until further notice, almost with two weeks away from being cut. This dude stinks. Uh, on the other side, Denver. Can you start a Ronnie Hillman in your flex? Let's say you pick him up on the waiver wire. The Jets have a pretty good run defense. Can you start Ronnie Hillman against the Jets? Well, who did the Jets play last week? Uh, the Jets Oliver? got shellacked. That's right. They so Oliver went and put two touchdowns on them. So That's true. maybe Ronnie Hillman does mm. the same thing against them. Who knows? The Jets, I think, are so confused. They don't know what's going to happen, especially with Peyton as well. You don't know who's going to score. Yeah, good point. We didn't mention uh, any of the numbers for last week, but Demarius Thomas, if you drafted Demarius Thomas typically in the first round last week, you were rewarded, my friends. This dude went crazy on him. I'm trying to find his stats real quick. Anyway, two touchdowns, a buck 65 or something. Had another 80-yard touchdown, called back. He would have had 200-plus with three touchdowns at the beginning of the third quarter. Wow. This dude went crazy. He was awesome here. Look I think. for Wells Welker getting his little uh, welcome comeback touchdown this week. 
Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Actually, Demarius, his numbers, eight for 226 and two touchdowns. So if you threw that 80-yard they called back, he would have had 300 yards. (laughs) That's crazy. That is sick. Anyway, I'm with you all day long, John Mark. Denver, Mm -hmm. minus the eight and a half. I'm going to probably lean a little to the under because I don't think the Jets can score. I say Denver, 45, Jets, nothing under the total. Next up, Pittsburgh travels to Cleveland for this 1 o'clock start. The Cleveland Browns coming off a big come-from-behind win. Did you see the final for this, John Mark? I did. It was a very good game. Yeah, they were up 28-3 to in the first half. I'm sorry, the Titans up 28-3. to The Browns come storming, storming back, win 29-28. Uh, Hoyer, quarterback, leads the way, 292 and three touchdowns. Ben Tate, he comes back. You know, he's been injured for the last couple weeks. Comes back. What a game to come back. 123 yards on 22 rushes. Great, great job by the Cleveland offense. Before I proceed, I'm going to stop here. All right, let's say you need a quarterback that, because of the buys this week, which are New Orleans, Drew Brees on buy, and the other buy was Kansas City. Is Hoyer somebody you might want to pick up on the waiver to start as your quarterback if you've got Drew Brees? I tell you, he's been playing good football. And uh, I think they – I love how we haven't said Manziel's name all season since it started. You know, I think him and Cousins would probably be up there uh, Mm -hmm. as the top two. But um, While we're talking about quarterbacks too, well, I'm I'm way off the subject. I'm just all over the place. But let's rank them. If you need a quarterback, Brees is on by. Hoyer – Austin Davis, the dude that's playing for the Rams, that's been playing really, really good. Right. Kyle Orton, who replaced E.J. Manuel in uh, Buffalo, or Kirk Cousins. Who are you dra- – put them in order for me there. Who uh, do you like best? I'd stay with Kirk Cousins. Um, more weapons? Yeah, more weapons. And uh, I think he's a starting quarterback anyways. I, th- I thought that from the beginning of the season. Uh, who is our other ones? I'm sorry. Brian Hoyer, Austin Davis from the Rams, and then um, Kyle Orton for the Bills. Probably Austin Davis, Hoyer, then Kyle Orton. Perfect. There's Me a reason too. why Kyle Orton's been on so many teams. Exactly. I agree. You know, Kyle Orton is one of those quarterbacks that come in and just try to – He can win. He can, exactly. He'll try to get you the W, but his numbers will not be fantastic. So, anyway. Hi, I'm 2012 Greater Hickory Kia Classic winner Fred Funk. Please join me at Rock Barn Golf and Spa for the 12th Annual Greater Hickory Kia Classic, October 13th through the 19th. See Michael Allen defend his title against two-time Masters winner Bernard Longer, two-time Hickory winner Jay Haas and Kenny Perry, Champions Tour rookie Lee Jansen, and a fantastic field of Champions Tour players. Weekly grounds badges are just $50. Individual tickets are $20 per day with proceeds going to charity. Get your tickets today at greaterhickorykiaclassic.com. All right, so just broke right out of the Fantasy 45 to talk about quarterbacks, but John Mark, here we are. We're right back to the Fantasy 45. Pittsburgh right now on the road is a point-and-a-half dog against Cleveland. The total is 47. Pittsburgh playing better, but still not up to the Pittsburgh Steelers caliber that we're looking for. Cleveland skating by really close victories in the last couple games. Cleveland minus one, over under 47. Who do you like? I like the Browns here. Uh, This is where I think the Steelers are going to be the worst in that division. And – I think the Browns pull it off by three points. Yeah, man, I hate to hear that being a Steelers fan, but I agree, dude. Cleveland minus the one and a half at home. I think Cleveland wins this game by three. The under for sure. Yeah, and I'm going to lean the under as well. Pittsburgh, if you're going to start some fantasy guys, definitely Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are no-brainers. Andre if you need, Hawkins. Yep, and Cleveland side, Andre Hawkins. If you need a tight end, Ben Roethlisberger loves to go to Heath Miller. With Jimmy Graham being on a bye, he might be a good fill-in for you. So we're going to go Cleveland minus the one and a half under the 47. Next up, 
Tennessee Titan bound we are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, this is the snoozer of the week, the toilet bowl, if you will, of the week. <laughs> Jacksonville at Tennessee. Jacksonville last week, they played the Steelers. They put up nine points at home. Come on. Blake Bortles, 191 for the rookie. Uh, not much happening in the backfield. Uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars as well. Tennessee, on the other hand, did finally put up some points, but their defense gave the game away. Kendall Wright, well, actually, let's talk about the receiving core there. Justin Hunter, who we've been waiting on to explode, three for 99 and a touchdown. John Mark, anything fantasy-wise we're talking about with Jacksonville at Tennessee? Uh, Delaney Walker, maybe? Okay, tight end. I could uh, dig it. Delaney Walker's had a good season. Uh, that's about it. I look for Jacksonville to win their first game of the season. Whoa, really? That's right. Tennessee does come in as that six-point favorite with the total 44. You know what? I'm going to ride that Jacksonville train. <laughs> yeah. Blake Bortles, this will be his third start, kind of getting his uh, feet underneath him a little bit. the rest of his life. Exactly. He's a winner. He's going to get a win, and Tennessee just wants to give games away. Hey, sleeper alert. This is a deep, deep sleeper. I just thought about this from reading something like yesterday. There's this dude named Storm Davis, all right? That's his right. name is Storm Davis. Storm. He's a running back. He played at Central Florida. My next kid's name. I love that name, right? Storm East. I think I'm going to be Tornado. Tornado Russell. Tornado Russell. I'll be Storm (laughs) East. Well, anyway, Storm Davis played at Central Florida. Guess where Blake Bortles played? Central Florida? Guess what? Blake Bortles is a rookie. Guess what year Steve Storm Davis is? He's a rookie. He's a rookie, right? What can be more comfortable as a rookie quarterback? Throwing to your boy. Having your boy behind you. Storm Davis. Let me give you his stats. His first first time he got a play was last week. He got in the game. Let's see if I can find his stats real quick. He put up, Mr. Storm, he only got four carries but 27 yards and caught a couple balls out of the backfield. Just playing in a quarter. Guys. Look for Storm Davis. You heard it here first. Storm comes charging in. <laughs> Storming in. I wish y'all could have seen that face he just made. <laughs> here comes the Storm Davis. So, anyway, you keep him on your radar. He Old might Stormy even. Stormy Storm. Stormy Storm Storm might even be worth a pickup. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going with Storm Davis and Blake Borders Jacksonville plus the six under the 44. Next up, Atlanta, hot Atlanta, if you will, playing host to the Chicago Bears. All right, we've said it since the fantasy formula was uh, started four years ago. Matt Ryan at home. Woo! Matt Ryan on the road. You know, this dude goes – so they played three games at home. I'm going to look up the uh, Falcons record real quick. They played the Giants last week. Let's look, we'll look at Matt Ryan's uh, numbers real quick. Let's find them. Okay, Matt Ryan on the road, 316 and a touchdown. That's not bad. But when he's at home, he's like 390 and three touchdowns. When they're at home – They've they've been at home twice. They won two games. Oh yeah, they they've been on the road three times. That's they've lost be, three games. They'll be eight and eight this year. Exactly. That's the kind of team they are. But they are playing home this week, John Mark Russell against the Bears. Against Bears. the against your Bears. The Falcons are a three point favorite with the total fifty three and a half. A big number. First of all, do we like Matt, like Matt Ryan at home? Which obviously we I probably think Matt do. Ryan at home is a, a no brainer for yes. sure. And give me some other fantastic people we need to start you in this know, game. This uh, game is packed with uh, fantasy people. So Matt Ryan, start him. Cutler, start him. Forte, start him. Alshon Jeffrey, start him. Brandon Marshall, start him. Julio Jones, start him. I mean, Absolutely. it's uh, crazy how many points. And they're playing at home, so the Bears are going to have to put up points. 
You know, you might even want to start the Falcons D, though, because Cutler, <laughs> you never know which Cutler you're going to get. Are you going to get the Cutler that throws three picks again and has the Falcons, what did their D score, like uh, 20, 30 points last time they were home? Yeah, they so, did. They did. Uh, but you know, their D stinks, though. Their D stinks. They, they really does stink. So I think this is going to be way over the 54, uh, no doubt about it. And – I got to go with my Bears, though. Yep. You mentioned starting Jay Cutler. You know, he still gets his th- – like last week, for instance, he puts up against the Panthers D on He'll the road. throw three touchdowns. 289 and two touchdowns. 28 for 36. That's fantastic. Right. But how many picks did he throw? Right. Was it two? Two picks. Yeah. So, you trust Jay Cutler being a starting quarterback? Yes, because he puts up great fantasy numbers. But in the NFL, man, do you think – speaking to a Bears fan, right. do you think – He's the man for the job. I was listening to another show, and uh, they're comparing him now to the Tony Romo. He's only won one playoff game. I can see so, that comparison. You know, and after, makes sense. after last year, was it last year or two years ago, where he uh, you know, didn't finish the playoffs, he got injured. He got no injured. You never know whatever happened to him, but he yeah. just never came back in the game, and you never heard if he got injured or what. Yeah. I that's move on. I mean, this guy's uh, – they paid him all the money already, so I guess we're stuck with him, but yeah. uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, could just, be worse. That's true. You could have Blake well, – actually, Blake Bortles – oh, you'd have Geno. You could have Geno, right? could have Geno so Smith and Rex Ryan as your coach. Exactly. Uh, one more quick note to add to this. The time has just been changed on this game. It was supposed to be a 1 o'clock kick. They moved it to 425. So you might think about your fantasy starters. You have a little bit more time to adjust them now with that game moving to the 425 slot. Uh, next up, we're going to Miami where the ladies are lovely against the Green Bay Packers. Miami coming in off their bye um, last week, so maybe well-rested. Green Bay coming off a big win at home on Thursday night, 42-10. to 10. Aaron Rodgers, only 12 for 17 with 156, but puts up three touchdowns all in the first half. Looks fantastic. Eddie Lacy gets back to the Eddie Lacy who we thought we who he we thought he would be. 13 for a buck five and two touchdowns. Uh, Jordy through the air, one for 66 and a touchdown. Miami right now a dog of three and a half at home with a high total of 49. John Mark, talk to me about it. Well, you know, the Dolphins' strategy of sending over their prostitutes to the Packers the night before probably won't work because yes. the Packers <laughs> don't really see women out there in Wisconsin. Just a bunch so of cheese heads. they probably just don't know what to do with all that cheese. True. <laughs> True. But anyways, uh, you know, I look for uh, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, to have a big day. You know, Miami's going to have to put up some points to keep up with Green Bay on this one. Uh, look for Mike Wallace, I think, to have a big day as well. Yeah. Also, let's, let's throw one thing in there. Charles Clay, the tight end for Miami, who a lot of people drafted, but he's been cut. They want to get him more on the offense because he's got the skills and the talent sure. to oh, perform. Yeah. He really he's has been the, injured all season, right? Yeah, he's been hurt. Now he's finally, they say he's healthy. He's got the skill set to compete with the Jordan Camerons, the uh, Travis Kelseys, that kind of athlete. I mean, he is one. So look for Charles Clay. If you need a tight end, he might be the guy to go grab. I like Green Bay. They're too good. Miami's going to, I think Miami keeps this game close. Green Bay wins by, let's say, a touchdown, but I'm leaning under the total. Under, under the total. Well. 49 a lot. 28 21, maybe. Yeah, I kind of like that. Maybe 27, 27, 24, 21-ish. It will go under the total 49. We both like Green Bay. Next up, Minnesota plays host to the Detroit Lions. We just talked about the Detroit Detroit Lions struggles without Calvin Johnson in the backfield. Now, Joyk Bell and Reggie Bush banged up too. Right now, I guess Las Vegas still thinks Detroit is the better team than Minnesota. They set the number at minus two with the total 44, but – 
Teddy Bridgewater is probable to play. Minnesota plays different with Teddy being the quarterback. What do you take on this game? Well, who's that guy that uh, Teddy Bridgewater threw a couple touchdowns to the other week? Their wide receiver? Greg Jennings? No, it wasn't a guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the – Oh, man, let me find him. Because that guy might be a pickup if he's coming back in. Jarius Wright was his name. Jarius Wright is his name. Wright got a a lot of looks from him, uh, which could be a big pickup. But uh, this could be the uh, other doo-doo bowl of the week. Yeah. (laughs) This one's going to be better than Jacksonville, Tennessee. It'll be better. But uh, who's Stafford going to throw to? Um, Golden Tate, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Ebron, I say, goes for a touchdown this week. They say he can't block very well, though. Yeah, I like the Ebron call, uh, out, catching a touchdown. Yeah, definitely. I'm going uh, – I'm, I'm still picking – I say if, if Bridgewater plays, Minnesota wins. If, Detroit, if he doesn't, Detroit wins. Bingo, I like it too. And they say Bridgewater's probable, so I'm going to lean Minnesota catching the two. I'm going to probably go under the total 44. Bridgewater does bring the best out of the offense, but Detroit's defense is pretty nice. Interesting fact about Jarius Wright, I'll just throw out there just because I'm all-knowing. All right, so Adrian <laughs> Peterson was interviewed about two years ago, and they said, a- AP, what can we look forward to offensively besides you on this team? Now, this was two years ago, and he said, watch out for my man Jarius Wright. Because if we have a quarterback that can throw the ball, he is going to be somebody to look to watch. There well, last year they had no quarterback to throw him the ball. Now Bridgewater's a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Guess what happened when he played? Jarius Wright, two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. AP called this two years ago. We're calling it right now on right the fantasy now. formula. Right. Jarius Wright, pick him up. We Can't like go him. go wrong with Wright. Boom. Next up, Carolina fans. Do you have one of those little growls? Addison normally does a growl. <laughs> oh, that's better than Addison's, too. Everything's better than Addison's. Hey, hey now. Uh, Carolina on the road to Cincy. Carolina, wow, what a win in comeback fashion. Man, I didn't think they had it in them, but boy, did they ever. What, did you, you watch the game, I would guess? It was a uh, tough one to watch. You know, when your two teams are going against each other, right. you, it's, you know, exactly. sweet and sour. But uh, I kind of felt the Bears were going to give it up, but I didn't know the Panthers could actually pull it off. So Absolutely. it was kind of, uh, I Absolutely. expected my Bears to do what they did, but didn't know the Panthers could do that. So, uh, you know, I think the Panthers are not as bad off as people think they are. Man, I'm starting to agree with you. You know, Greg Olson is uh, really one of the best guys out there for tight ends. Fantasy-wise, top five in real NFL tight ends, probably top three. You oh, know, yeah. he just produces. He produces. And, 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 you know, last season, the season before that, I've always said, if we throw to Greg Olson, we're going to win the game. Yeah. And if he gets targets. So, he catches the ball and he moves the ball. So uh, Cam Newton, I'd like to see him run a little bit more. Seems like he's been hesitant to get down the field on his legs. But if he runs and takes a hit, dude, he could be dead. <laughs> dead. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, he is so he's so banged up. I'm just saying, you know, he does he, look like a 50 year. He looks like yeah. uh, worse than Brett Favre at the end of his career yeah. running around. He's just not healthy. He played great last week. 19 for 35, 255, and two touchdowns. Played great. But I'm telling you, if they want to for him to last, he don't need to be running. I know that's a big part of his game. It's true. But, man, they need him to be healthy for them to win. So. But I look for uh, big fantasy points in this game as well. A.J. Green's going to have a big day. Giovanni Bernard's going to be tough for them to defend. Um, but I think Carolina can still pull this game out. Uh, I don't know if I'd put money on it. Though. Yeah. You know, Carolina coming off the big win, Cincinnati coming off a big loss, their first loss of the week to the Patriots. They got destroyed 43-17. 
I think they might be a tad angry. Okay, I think they might be a little bit upset. Carolina and they have traveling to prove back to everybody else that they're real and yeah, they're at home because I think they're. I think Cincinnati's real. I think they ran into that New England buzzsaw coming off their yeah pissed off. Week. Yeah, exactly. They were upset. So anyway, Carolina gonna come into a, a buzz a, a bee storm or beehive, whatever you want to say, but. I think they keep it closer than what the Vegas experts predict. Cincinnati right now is a seven-point favorite. The total is 44-and-a-half. I think Cincinnati wins the game, but, man, I think it's underneath this number. I'm going to take Carolina plus the seven, and I'm going to lean under the total 44-and-a-half. This should be a good game. Good game. Next up, 1 o'clock kick, Buffalo Bills with their new quarterback, Kyle Orton, in the mix, playing host to New England. Just talked about New England a few minutes ago. Last week, did they respond? Yes, they did. Tom Brady, if you said he needed to be benched, well, he said, middle finger to you, 23 for 35, <laughs> 292, and two touchdowns. Stephen Ridley on the ground, he goes for a buck 13 and a touchdown, and Rob Gronkowski, finally, six receptions, 100 yards, and a touchdown, plus their defense, played tremendous against the Cincinnati defense. They are now traveling to Buffalo. Can New England do it on the road? This is a conference or division game for them. Buffalo playing better. New England, minus three, total 45. Oh, you got to take New England in this game. I I mean, Kyle Orton ain't ready yet. I mean, he's been sitting on the bench for weeks. Uh, Got his first game back and got a W, but Patriots are going to be on a tear here in a minute. You you feel like they kind of got it rolling now? I mean, once they figure it out, I mean, it's going to be dangerous. So, uh Tom Brady, they're all talking about is he over the hill as well. He's proven that he's going to prove everybody wrong, uh, at least people who are talking about it, not me. But do you start Ridley or Vereen? Uh, that's been driving me crazy all season. It's tough. Uh, you never know what you're going to get there. Uh, they're like a box of chocolates, I guess. Hey, <laughs> Thank you, Phyllis. But uh, anyways, I think Sammy Watkins is going to have a big game. I mean, he's, he's the one I'd throw to if I was Kyle. For fantasy info, you know that total Vegas set at 45. Buffalo's defense is a top five defense in the league. Can they slow down New England? I don't know. For some reason. Cincinnati was the top defense. Exactly. For some (laughs) reason, I'm thinking this thing goes over the total, which means we're going to have some fantasy studs in this game. And you pick Sammy Watkins. I like that pick. I really like Sammy. Kyle Orton threw it like I'm looking at Sammy Watkins' numbers right now. Seven receptions for 87 yards, targeted 12 times. So Orton's looking at Sammy. Uh, if, if, you know, if you're a quarterback and wouldn't you throw to that dude? All day long. All yeah. day long. The other thing, if Fred Jackson is hurt and can't play, that means Spiller gets the, the nod in the backfield. He's explosive. You got Spiller in the backfield, Sammy lined up in the slot. Woo! Right. That's some offense right there. So I'm going to go over the total. I like New England to get some points on the board, and I like this Buffalo offense to surprise. So I'm going to go New England. Actually, I'm with, oh man, this is a t- I'm going over the total for sure, 45. You're rolling with New England. I'm going to just leave it at that. Next up, Baltimore at Tampa Bay. The Baltimore Ravens coming off a loss to the Colts last weekend. Their offense only puts up 13 points. Joe Flacco comes back to earth after his good performance the week before just for 235. Justin Forsett looks like a must start in most fantasy leagues now, John Mark, as a flex play. Six for 42 and a touchdown, a couple catches out of the backfield. They are playing on the road to Tampa Bay. Right now, Vegas got the number set. Baltimore minus three, Tampa Bay 43 over under. What are you thinking there? I think Baltimore is going to run away with this game, although the Bucks are keeping games more close They're, than they were. Glennon looks to be a leader for this I team. I think Glennon was the one that should have started at the beginning of the season anyways. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, he's throwing to Vincent Jackson, which nobody's been throwing to. When you have a weapon like that, you know, the other quarterback wasn't even throwing to him. So, 
Look for Glennon to have a nice little game, but uh, Steve Smith's going to break out another one against him, another uh, old town rival for him uh, when he was with the Panthers sure. against Tampa Bay. So he's still got hate for these other teams mm-hmm. uh, like he used to and wants to prove to them that he's even better than he was. So uh, Justin Forsett, look for him to have a good one as well. Yeah. Hey, man, Steve Smith, odds of catching a touchdown in this game, what would you put it at? Pretty dang good. I'd yeah, I'm putting it at 80%. 80%, 80%, 80% I'm the 80%, 80% I good. think he'll catch one. You make a great point, the Vincent Jackson-Glennon thing. Glennon last year was the starter. Vincent Jackson had a great year. McCown starts this year. Vincent Jackson does nothing. Glennon, Glennon gets in the last two games. Vincent, Vincent Jackson, Jackson back. back to normal. Oh, yeah. Vincent Jackson moving forward as a wide receiver, one must start. You could even, you know, if you want to try to steal a player off somebody's um, – uh, that they own right now. A lot of people have not been high on Vincent Jackson. You can maybe do a little sneaky play and try to get him because moving forward, this dude's going to explode. They've seen what he's done in the last two games, so he might be hard to get him. Prey on the weaker players. (laughs) Prey on on the Addisons of the world. (laughs) But anyway, I'm liking Tampa Bay at home in this game. They're going to keep this thing close. Might win outright. I'm going Tampa Bay plus the three, and I like for this Tampa Bay offense to keep going. I'm going over the total 43. Steve Smith with the touchdown. Justin Forsett with the touchdown. Let's go over 43. Tampa Bay plus the three. Next up. Four more games to go, John Mark. We've got San Diego traveling to the Oakland Raiders. Have the Oakland Raiders won yet? Let me see. I don't they are think they're 0-4 and 0-2 oh, in their uh, conference. Unbelievable. We we talked earlier about the San Diego's new weapon in the backfield, Brandon Oliver. Oakland's run defense is her, just just pitiful. You see Brandon Oliver having a pretty good game in this in this uh, matchup. I think he's going to destroy him. Yeah. I think uh, Rivers has an excellent game. Oliver has an excellent game. But who is Rivers going to throw to? No one still knows. Yes, it's killing me every week. Yes. So yeah, um, Keenan Allen one day, then his Gates the. <clears throat> Next, then it's Malcolm Keenan Floyd. Allen doesn't even have a touchdown yet. I know he's so, only had one really good game so far. I've uh, I got Eddie Royal and Keenan Allen. Who would you start? Man, I go with Keenan, and the only reason I say is because it's got to start happening for Keenan Allen because it hadn't happened yet. You know, right. so I would probably start Keenan Allen. The Chargers get the Jaguars and the Raiders. I mean, they're just falling into an easy part of their season. Feasting, so, feasting uh, upon the week. That's <laughs> right. So uh, look for them to have a big week, but. Um, yeah, I, I put San Diego at least up by two, three touchdowns. Yeah, Vegas got the number set. San Diego and on the road, under. a seven-point favorite, total 43. John Marks like San Diego minus the seven, as do I. The total 43 under, as do I. On the side for Oakland, nobody really there to start. MJD, you can't start. Darren McFadden, you can't start. Maybe James Jones as a flex wide receiver, maybe. Maybe. But that would be about it. We're taking San Diego minus the seven and 43 under the total. Next up, this is a good game. This is our first, our second 4 o'clock game. Kicks at 425. We're going to Seattle where the 12th man prevails there. You know, they have a great stadium to play with. People say that's the best home field advantage in the entire league. Well, guess who comes a-calling? It's America's team, Dallas Cowboys, on a four-game win streak against the world champions, the Seattle Seahawks. Now, I don't have the red zone, so I can't watch all the other games. So the game that I want to watch the most during the day, this is, this is the game. This, this is, is the game. This is the game. This is the game. I'm surprised it's not the night game, but exactly. there is the Giants-Eagles. So. Sure. So Vegas sets the number at 8.5, Seattle favorite at home, which in the total 47. You think that – what do you think – well, first of all, what do you think about that number? Did you think it would be higher, or do you think it's right where it needs to be? I think it's right where it needs to be. Me too. Um, it's, it's so in question. I would not put money on this game uh, – not even 
my out of my checking, my savings, my money market. Your daughter's little piggy my, bank. You wouldn't take bank, it. Take it out of there. A dollar no. out of there or something. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I no, nah, I couldn't do it. But um, I love this game. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I mean, this this basically tells us is the Cowboys real or not? Sure. If they can go into the Seattle Seahawks place and even give them a game, I think they're real. Now, if they get blown out this game, we just know they're the regular old Cowboys, cowgirls, whatever you want to call them. Right. But um, <clears throat> Demarco Murray. I mean, can he run on the dang? We shall see. Seattle. This is what start him one way or the other. Obviously, sure. got to start him. Dez Bryant's probably going to have a big game. Think about this: Dez lining up against Richard Sherman. Then you got the other side, Terrence Williams, who might with, with he I think might Terrence have the day. Williams is going to have the big day. He might have the day, and maybe even Witten as the tight end catching some balls, you know, down the field. This game's going to be great. The over under is forty seven. This thing's flying over. Russell Wilson has proven to be time in and time out so far this year. One of the top five NFL quarterbacks in the league just makes Easily. the right decision. Dallas's defense is playing better, but I think Seattle can score on them, and I think Dallas will put up some points as well. I'm going to go over the total, and guess what, John Mark. I think Dallas keeps it close. I'm going to go Dallas plus the eight to keep it a close game. I'm not calling for an outright win, but they keep it close. DeMarco Murray stops his 100-yard rushing uh, um, streak. Though I think he maybe go for 80 and a touch, but look for the wide receivers for Dallas to have a field day, as well as Marshawn Lynch. That's going to be a fun one. Should be a lot of fun. Next up, 425, three games to go. Washington Redskins travel to the Arizona Cardinals. We talked about what's happened in the Arizona Cardinals quarterback situation with Carson Palmer not playing, Drew Stanton questionable, which leaves the rookie Logan Thomas to possibly start against this Washington Redskins team who just laid it. Well, I'm not going to say an egg against the Seattle uh, defense the other night, but put 17 up against them that first half they did nothing they looked they looked out of sync maybe they'll put it together against the Cardinals Vegas right now has the number set interesting opened up when they thought Drew Stanton would play at minus six dropped all the way down to minus three and a half right now total no total posted what do you think John Mark I think uh, (laughs) who knows with the quarterback for Arizona Uh, but Arizona's D is pretty good but uh, I think Alfred's gonna have a big game uh, running the ball but uh you know, I'm worried about Michael Floyd. I drafted Michael Floyd as my wide receiver two in three two leagues. Right. Started out really strong. He's kind of disappeared a little got bit. No touchdowns though, right? No touchdowns. Maybe it's because of the quarterback play. You know, they don't. They don't. They got right. a third string quarterback in. So, I, do you bench Michael Floyd again this week with maybe Logan Thomas as the starter? Logan Thomas might. Uh, Floyd might be his favorite guy. Maybe I like the, when the new mm, quarterback comes in because he's always going to target somebody that he's been you know throwing good, well to. So good point. Good point. Uh, you just never know with the new quarterback. So. Uh, I'd say uh, Arizona probably still pulls it out, but um, I could be totally wrong there. Yeah, I'm going to take Arizona at home, too. They play great at home, minus three and a half. There's no total posted, so I don't really know what to tell you here, except Pierre Garçon was basically shut out by Seattle's defense on Monday night, John Mark. Arizona just gave up 200-plus yards to Demarius Thomas. Deshaun Jackson had a pretty good game game against Seattle. I think it flip-flops this week. I think Pierre Garçon has the game for the Skins this week as the wide receiver. He will be in my lineup as a starter for sure, wide receiver too. I like Pierre Garçon to get a touchdown in this game. And I'm going to listen to you. I like the Michael Floyd call. Maybe Logan Thomas and Michael Floyd got something going on. Let's look for him to get a touchdown too. I'm going to lean under the total though, but we're going with Arizona minus three and a half. Here goes our Sunday night special, the New York Giants on the road traveling to Philadelphia Eagles. This is a huge NFC East division game. I'm talking about huge. The winner of this moves up to keep pace with the Dallas Cowboys at the top of the division. 
I know this is one of your favorite games of the day. Well, Eagles are up there right there with the Cowboys. Exactly, and the Giants need to get up there, so they need a win. Vegas has the number set at home. Philadelphia opened as a three-and-a-half point favorite. It's been bet down a solid point to two-and-a-half. People are jumping on this Giants bandwagon. John Mark, are you? Uh, I'm not jumping on any bandwagon, but uh, I enjoy watching them play better than they were. Uh, I think they're getting the ball rolling, and they're going to have to win this game if they want to stay in it. Uh, they're going to let the Eagles and Cowboys. Cowboys could potentially lose. Eagles winning to puts them ahead of everybody. Uh, Giants three and three if they lose. So right. um, I look for McCoy to have a huge game. He's due, man. I think he's, he's due. due. Yeah. Uh, this is going to happen. Um, but I think Manning's going to throw all over. The, I think that it's going to go over the over. Yes. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Uh, probably wouldn't even bet on the line though. Well, you know what? I'm going to, and I'm going the Giants plus the two and a half. If I can even get the three to make it the three-point game, I like that even better. But the Giants are playing so good. Philadelphia, to me, seems like they're missing something. Uh, they started out the year really good. The last two games they have have a loss and barely squeaked by against the Rams. Giants have more momentum. I like them plus the three. I'm flying over the total 50 and a half, too. Odell Beckham gets a touchdown. Ruben Randall gets a touchdown. I like these guys a lot. Eli Three touchdowns this game. There you go. I'm digging it. LaShawn McCoy on the ball with the touchdown. Must start. Look for the Zach Ertz tight end for Philly. He's kind of been a little bit quiet the last two weeks against the Giants D. Sure. He can find his spot. Ertz with the touchdown. This thing flies over the total. Over 50 and a half. Giants plus the three. And last but not least, the Monday night uh, finale here in St. Louis. The St. Louis Rams reeling a little bit with, you know, Trouble in the backfield. Their defense not living up to the hype. I think they're are they've only won one game. What's their record, John Mark? Uh, they are one and three. One and three. Need a win badly. <clears throat> Division game against the San Francisco 49ers, who are finally playing better. The offense still not clicking yet. Vegas sets the number. San Francisco minus three on the road. Total 43 and a half. You know, I look for uh, San Francisco to definitely cover. I think they're going to beat them pretty well. Frank Gore's going to have a big day. Do you start Brandon Quick against the 49ers, D? Brian Quick, um, Brian I do. Quick. He's, he's my flex. I'm going to start him as a flex, man, because the Austin Davis quarterback is looking to this dude all day long. It's really his go-to weapon. There's not really much weapons in St. Louis, you know he's what I'm saying? He's only had 21 receptions all season. It's not a lot of receptions. Because Austin Davis just got the starting gig week three, yeah. and, and yeah. since then that's when he's flourished. That's right. Yeah. Um, I hear what you're saying about San Fran. They're starting to get it rolling. But I'm telling you, St. Louis needs a win, and they need it badly. And it's Monday night football. Weird stuff happens on Monday night football, you know. (laughs) I'm taking St. Louis plus the three at home, and I'm going to even lean over the total 43-and-a-half. I think Kaepernick kind of gets it going for that 49er offense. I like him in this game, but I like St. Louis just a little bit better. I'm calling for the upset surprise win of the week for the St. Louis Rams (laughs) over the – That's right. For the over the 49ers. Should be a good game Monday night football. John Mark, good guy, good guy, good game, good job. <laughs> that wraps up the Fantasy 45, the fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. Did you time it? How much was it? I think that was an hour and 38 old. minutes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, before we leave you, of course, we want to thank our wonderful sponsor. It's the Rock Barn Kia Greater Kia Classic Golf Tournament that's taking place in a couple weeks here in beautiful Hickory slash Conover, North Carolina. We've got the biggest names in the senior uh, tour coming to visit. I can't wait i'll be out there playing in a pro-am on thursday afternoon should be a blast uh john mark you coming out there if you uh if i'm playing on that pro-am with you (laughs) 
No promises there, sir. No promises there. But anyway, we look forward to seeing everybody out there. Going to be a great time. Weather should be lovely. Also, let's not forget here in the beautiful town of Hickory, North Carolina, where dreams happen, John Mark. Leaves are changing. And it's beautiful. We have Oktoberfest upon us. It'll be pretty fun. So Oktoberfest, just to let our fantasy fanatics know about what happens at Oktoberfest in Hickory, is it's a lot of amusement rides, the music, food for the kiddies, adult beverages for the adults. And guess who's coming to town to play Saturday night? I have no idea. Edwin McCain. You remember Edwin McCain? I'll be your shy crying shoulder. He is coming to perform Saturday. He actually used to play at our fraternity house. I've seen him play in Myrtle Beach. He's traveled all over the world anyway. Sounds like you've been following him. I'm a member of his fan (laughs) club. I'm a member of his fan club. But anyway, he's coming to Saturday, Oktoberfest on Saturday night performing. It should be a lot of fun. I'll have to tell my wife. She will get totally excited about that. Absolutely. So bring the kiddies out during the day. Get a babysitter for the evening. Come check out the show. It should be a blast in Hickory, North Carolina this week. Also, the Lenore Ryan University Bears, they are celebrating homecoming this week during 2 o'clock, I think, is the kick. A huge day in Hickory on Saturday. The LR Bears coming off their season where they made it to the championship. Are, I think they're undefeated this year, too, right? So they're having another great year. Check out LR at 2. Come hit Oktoberfest after that. I'll have a poker game at my house following Oktoberfest. Dude, more the merrier. Let's make it a great weekend in Hickory, North Carolina. John Mark, anything else you want to say today, buddy? Just uh, good luck this week, fantasy owners. Absolutely. John Mark, thanks for uh, filling in again today. You did a fantastic job. And to you fantasy fanatics, we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Good luck. Peace. Go get them. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.